my story is my story and it's where I come from and it's what makes me who I am by decisions I've made based on the stories of my past. So this is the one that starts it all. So I was in kindergarten and my brothers, the two older ones, before me went to the same kindergarten and we it was Little Red Schoolhouse or Little White Schoolhouse. I don't remember what color it was anymore. Um, but the guy that owned the school or at least ran the school, it was a little school, it looked like a house basically, <clears throat> was a man named Uncle Willie. That would not go over that would not go over very well today. But Uncle Willie I knew from my house too, because my dad and him were friends in some way. Or at least acquaintances. Anyway. Uncle Willie ran the school and before school would start in this kindergarten he would the we would all sit in like this u-shaped formation and our chairs would be there maybe be 15 kids and we'd be placed maybe a foot apart and we would only be facing one way and that would be towards the front of the classroom and there was a flag there and Uncle Willie would come um, to the class and he'd say before school starts or anything does anybody have anything to share and this kid popped his hand up in the air and said that I bit him points over to me I'm dumbfounded I, I don't know where this came from I'm shocked, but he has a, a bite mark on him. And I'm thinking, how'd that happen? So I get in trouble. Uncle Willie brings me into the office, asks me why I bit him. I keep saying, I didn't bite him. I didn't bite him. The next day, sitting there now i don't know if this happened every day but every time we did that does anybody have something to share in the pledge of allegiance which was a daily thing this kid popped his hand up in the air saying i bit him i'm shocked i don't understand i don't even really know this kid he's not a friend he's not a not a friend he's just a kid that's in the class with me The next time they bring me into the office, I'm in all this trouble. They call my mom. I'm in trouble at home. Like, I'm in, and I keep saying, I didn't bite this kid. I, I didn't bite him. It doesn't fucking matter because I'm in trouble. The next time it happens, I'm sitting there and I watch him and he bites himself. I'm watching him biting himself while we've got our heads down and we're listening to whatever we're listening to or the prayer or whatever because we'd say prayer back then. And it was just a public little school. I mean, it didn't really, you know what I'm saying? So anyway, this might have even been in like pre-K. It might have been in pre-K because in kindergarten, I think you're like in the school district per se. Anyway... I watched this kid bite himself and he shoots his hands up in the air again and points over at me and I say, I just watched him bite himself. But nobody listens to me because the kid's got bite marks. 
I don't even think they match my teeth. How can they match my teeth? Back then, we are all missing teeth at certain points. It, you know, the, not everybody's teeth is the same. My teeth were crooked. I would bite into an apple and see that. And, and I, they paddled me. They paddled me. And I never bit this kid. And I go home and I get in trouble. And I never bit this kid. And I'm thinking, what the fuck? So I had these toys, you know. And one of the toys that stands out in particular was the Pluto, uh, it was um, Pluto, the Disney character. And when you would push the bottom of the toy, it would be like a statue, like a little trophy it would look like, but it was plastic. And it was put together by strings. And if you push the bottom of it, the figure, you know, so goofy, would relax. And when you let go of the bottom, it would get straight again. So it would do that. And it was one of my favorite toys. Don't make fun. It was one of my favorite toys. And I went to school. And I, before, before even school started that day, like I'm there. And I say to this kid, hey, if I give you this toy, will you not say that I bit you? And he's like, ah, okay. And he kept his word. And when they did the Pledge of Allegiance, anybody got anything to share? Everybody's looking at the kid, ready for his hand to raise. He's ready, and he doesn't. And they look over at me, and I'm like, minding my own business. And we start school. Every day, I brought this kid something. Every day. And then one day, I'm at home. So I, I must have had a nightmare. I sleep on my dad's side of the bed on the floor. And my dad sees me there in the morning. And he picks me up and he puts me on the bed. And he bites my arm. And he says, see, that doesn't feel very good. I still had a bite mark when I went to school. This is a grown man. <laughs> We are five, six years old here. We don't have our adult teeth in yet. Or not all of them. So, I go to school that day. This kid comes up to me. His name was Eddie. He comes up to me and he says, where's my toy? And I said, I don't have a toy for you today. Well, I'm gonna say that you did this. And I say, Something to the effect of, well, I'll take my chances. I probably didn't say that. I probably just said, okay. And then, put our heads down for the prayer. Pledge allegiance. Does anybody have anything to say? I shoot my hand up in the air. I do. Eddie bit me. I show them the mark. Eddie's in trouble now. They've had enough of this. Eddie doesn't get any chances. They take Eddie, they start paddling Eddie. I start crying. Eddie's crying. This is entertainment for everybody, but it's not because we're five, six years old. And I said, he didn't bite me. My dad bit me. And they take me to the bathroom and they wash my mouth out with soap. And I tell them, but I never bit him. I never bit him. You never checked the teeth marks. I never bit him. Look, you can see these aren't his teeth marks. You should have checked the... 
That happened. Five, six years old. I took care of it on my own. From that moment on, I realized I'm going to take care of it on my own because I won't let myself down. I don't know what I did that led up to my parents not believing I didn't bite this kid. I mean, because I remember in protest, I did not bite him. I don't remember being a liar, so I, I don't know. But I remember how it made me feel. And I felt like I was in it alone. I learned what extortion was. I learned how unfair the world is. I learned by just minding your own business, something can happen. You can be a target. I learned all of that. And I carry it with me 55 years later, 54 years later. I try to be fair to everybody, to hear all sides of the story, because life can be so unfair. I don't have to act like that. I can be fair and just. And that's really important to me because I know what it's like to not have that. And to feel like you don't have that. So you could either be strong from that. You could maybe did what he did. He might have grown up to be a psychopath. I mean, come on. Like, what did he go through? That kid, what did he go through to learn that behavior? Because that's taught behavior. And we were the same age. So, like, who was stealing his shit? Who was biting him? Who was blaming him for something? I mean, like, where'd that come from? Like, I'd love to know if this kid became a psychopath killer, you know, or a politician. But it's always stuck with me. I've brought it up several times in my life. It's not going anywhere. But I, I, I'd like to think that I've used that unfairness as a way to keep me in check to be fair to others. So, what do you think?